You're listening to Radio MD. She's a chiropractic holistic physician, best-selling author, international speaker, entrepreneur, and talk show host. She's Dr. Suzanne Bennett. It's time now for Wellness for Life Radio. Here's Dr. Suzanne. As parents, we all want to do the best in raising our children free of illnesses, pain, and suffering. And, and often, though, we get overzealous about keeping our environment clean to prevent colds and flus and, and infections. Now, wiping down the kitchen with chlorine bleach towelettes and making sure you're carrying alcohol hand sanitizer for the little ones so after their play dates, they can clean up their hands and fill germs, you know, that's filled with germs and dirt. That's something that we, a lot of us, have a tendency to do. Now, my next guest is here to give us the truth about cleanliness, that it may be the root cause of your children's chronic illnesses. Let's welcome best-selling author, The Dirt Cure, Growing Healthy Kids with Food Straight from soil, Dr. Maya Sheetreet Klein. So happy to have you here on Wellness for Life, Dr. Maya. Can you please give us more information about how we are affecting in a negative way our children's future by being too clean? Well, I think a lot of us are starting um, very early with, you know, kind of um, birth, you know, even from birth where we are, you know, doing a lot, a lot more births by C-section. Um, and sometimes, obviously, that can be life-saving. Um, but other times, you know, it might not be happening for really necessary reasons. And that we know that children who are born by C-section uh, actually, instead of seeding their gut with vaginal flora, which is what's, what's considered um, the ideal, it's actually um, they have higher levels of skin, skin microbes in their gut flora. Um, so it's quite different. Uh, breastfeeding is another way, actually, because there's a lot of microbes and a lot of um, enzymes that kind of change the gut and change the microbiome. And then getting outdoors, um, you know, we, we now, as you said, you know, we're using a lot of hand sanitizer. We're washing our kids with soap in the bathtub and shampooing their head every single night. Um, but the truth is that that's really probably not how they're meant to be. And obviously, you know, if your kid is absolutely filthy, you do want to wash them, but um, you don't need to use hand sanitizer. You can use soap, or if you're out and about, um, I actually will use a little bit of um, essential oils, and there's some great data about essential oils, um, even for bacteria-resistant organisms or antibiotic-resistant organisms um, that, you know, so you don't have to use the more toxic stuff. Um, and when it comes to things like bleach and bleaching the house, it's interesting. You know, we think it's going to keep our kids healthier, but a study last year came out that showed that kids who were in houses or schools where bleach was used regularly were about 30% more likely to get the flu or chronic cough. So, um, you know, we want to get kids outside. We want to get kids exposed to organisms. We don't need to use antibiotics and Tylenol for every single illness. You know, um, and and getting sick sometimes is actually not a bad thing because it helps the immune system to learn and be able to bounce back and be resilient. I, I like exactly what you're saying. We we you know being sick a little bit is actually a good thing to boost your immunity, and and that's the natural way of building your immune system. You you reveal in your book, uh, the Dirt Cure, the three principles that are actually critical for you know, the healthy child. One, you're saying that you definitely need more germs. <laughs> in and around our body. Uh, can you just go ahead and give us the other two? Yeah. So one is germs. One is um, eating fresh food from healthy soil so that we're not um, getting the power wash stuff, 
stuff that we don't want. We don't want food that's grown in pesticides um, and chemical fertilizer. That actually really changes the nutrients of the food, and it changes those little microbes that are usually attached to the you know fruit and vegetables that we're eating. We don't want the highly processed foods. Actually, those deplete us rather than nourishing us. Um, and when you, you know, and if you can grow a little bit of your own, even if you live in an apartment, you can have, you know, herbs that you cut, the fresher it is, the better. Um, and getting a little dirty is great. And obviously getting outside in nature, you know, people ask me about probiotics. And while I think there is a real role for them, um, you know, the best probiotic is soil. One teaspoon of soil has more, um, organisms than there are people on the planet. So... Um, a huge amount of benefit from those, those, you know, soil more than any probiotic, you know, it's just so biodiverse and, uh, you know, some of those organisms have actually been shown to boost serotonin to levels as high as, um, pharmaceutical antidepressants, if you can imagine. So, I mean, you're, obviously you're talking about soil organisms and, and, uh, um, those good, good Bugs that are in the soil is something that you definitely want to be able to introduce into your body. But what I do know, though, in soil, often some of it, because of the fact that it is unhealthy uh, be- from excess amounts of fungus and mold, I know that can be problematic, don't you think? Well, there are definitely reasons that soil can have problems. I mean, you know, it's possible that soil can be contaminated with heavy metals, which, again, are things that we do to soil. It's usually not the case that soil just is naturally, you know, really, really high in lead. Um, it can ha- There can be parasites in the soil that can be occasionally harmful. I mean, botulism is actually, a, you know, a bacteria that that is in soil. So it's not to say that soil has no concerns um, and that we should just all be sitting and eating big mouthfuls of it, more just to say that the bio, we're actually made healthy by being exposed to biodiverse organisms. And so the more organisms we're exposed to, the less likely it is that any one organism can grow out of control and become an infection. And in addition to that, the more, the less likely it is that, let's say we are exposed to like mold or something like that. If we're in a very biodiverse, if we have a very biodiverse microbiome on our skin, in our nose, in our, you know, digestive tract, it's actually a lot less likely that that mold is going to disrupt our immune system and our bodies. So it's kind of all about balance, really. Mm. No, that's absolutely excellent um, information. Good to know that it's uh, the biodiversity, and, and that means basically the number of different types of bugs that can live in your gut is super important. I also like the, was the information you gave about serotonin and how important actually they're finding out. These are called psychobiotics. Uh, you know, the probiotics that are in our gut have an effect on the way our brain functions. And nowadays there's a lot of kids that are being put on um, these antidepressants, right, and um, sleeping, you know, sleeping pills and all this because they're, they're having more anxiety and depression. Can you just talk a little bit about that? Well, I've seen children in my practice who come in on three and four and sometimes even five neuropsychiatric uh, mm. kinds of meds. You know, they might be on an antidepressant, they might be on a mood stabilizer because of their anxiety, you know, ADHD meds, and so on. Um, 
And what I what I actually have found is, you know, when we really pay attention, very good new attention to food and nutrition, and we get kids outdoors moving their bodies and not having them sit in front of screens all day or in school all day doing homework all afternoon um, and getting in nature, there's actually data that kids who are in very natural settings, playing in very natural playgrounds, for instance, have better executive function, better focus. They're better behaved, they're happier, they sleep better, and they actually perform better on standardized tests. It's unbelievable, really, kind of, that there are a lot of tools we're really not tapping into, and we think we need to kind of keep kids working, 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 you know, and medicate them to kind of do things that really are not natural for kids. What kids need to be doing is getting outdoors, moving their bodies, um, and and being in nature and exposed to soil um, and, and nature. Right. Oh, I, I'm a big believer of, of being outdoors. I remember I mean, growing up, we never had anything. I, I wasn't even, even allowed to be on the telephone or, you know, uh, on TV. And we're outside playing sports and all that. And, and like I said, um, and like, like I was, you know, we were talking to that, the kids these days are sicker now, the modern kids, than when we were growing up. And it sounds to me that your book is giving us a way to go back and uh, go to the natural, all natural. Anything else that you can tell us in the next 15 seconds, because we're closing up, and thanks so much for being here. Yeah, no, just, you know, you can learn more going to see the book, The Dirt Cure, or go to dirtcure.com and uh, connect with me. Thank and, you. And uh, hear more. Thanks, Dr. Maya. This is Dr. Suzanne on Wellness for Life Radio, right here on Radio ND. Stay well. Stay well. 